Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T, to my bed crimers. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Do me a favor, if after watching the video you find you enjoyed it or you learned something, smash that like button and please consider subscribing. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a membership. I keep the price really low, $1.99 a month. Hey, that's much less than even one drink from Starbucks. Now, without further ado, let's dig in. Brian Koberger was in court on Wednesday, and once again, no trial date has been set. The discussion in court quickly became contentious, the defense team continues to argue for more time to prepare. They said there is, quote, a huge volume of discovery evidence expected from the state. Judge John Judge and Lataw County Prosecutor Bill Thompson wanted to set March 3rd of 2025 as the trial's start date. But Koberger's attorney, Ann Taylor, said March isn't doable. She's asking for the trial to start in June of 2025. So much for a speedy trial. This can't be good news for Kaylee's, Zanna's, Madison's, and Ethan's families. The Gonsalves family has expressed in the past how agonizing they've found the wait for justice. Ann Taylor was quoted as saying this, at Wednesday's hearing. Not only do we have a huge volume of information, the way I'm getting it is completely disorganized. And it's like if you wanted to play 52-card pickup with a 100,000 decks of cards and throw them in the air, and I have to go figure out how to put them together." End quote. Wednesday's hearing also focused on the investigative genetic genealogy evidence in the case, or IgG as it's called. The defense said the IgG evidence is a key part of Koberger's defense. Note that in a February 2024 filing, the defense asked the court to allow three different experts and some, quote, unnamed criminal investigators to view the IgG evidence, which has been sealed. Ann Taylor is requesting access to this evidence. The prosecutors did not object to showing the IgG evidence to three defense experts, but they did have a problem with the ambiguous terminology of, quote, criminal investigators, end quote. The prosecutor said whoever these people are, they should be named. The prosecutors also feel that the defense failed to make an adequate argument as to why these investigators need to see the IgG evidence. Taylor responded by saying she and her team need the IgG evidence to understand the full timeline of how the police came to focus on Koberger. Judge Judge, for now, is declining to give these investigators access to the IgG material. He explained this by saying he'd rather the approved defense experts see it and then provide specific examples of what exactly they feel needs to be shared with these other investigators. The judge said, quote, 
What I'd like to get is some justification for digging in deeper if necessary. I'm not sure it's necessary, but I'm going to keep an open mind about that. End quote. It's pretty obvious that Taylor and company are hoping to poke holes in how the police came to the name Brian Koberger using DNA. The defense, from what I can tell, is hoping that the FBI violated privacy rights when they were creating a family tree for the mysterious owner of the touch DNA that was left on the K-Bar's leather sheath. You may recall that that sheath was found under victim Madison Mogan's body. A change of venue was also discussed during Wednesday's hearing. No decision was made, however. A hearing is scheduled for May 14th to decide whether or not to move the trial to another county. The defense is concerned, and rightly so, that all the publicity surrounding the case could make it hard to find unbiased jurors. In a January court filing, defense attorney Ann Taylor wrote this, A fair and impartial jury cannot be found in Lataw County owing to the extensive, inflammatory pretrial publicity, allegations made about Mr. Koberger to the public by media that will be inadmissible at his trial, the small size of the community, the salacious nature of the alleged crimes, and the severity of the charges Mr. Koberger faces. End quote. Another issue the defense and prosecution argued over on Wednesday was an alibi deadline. Taylor said she needs an expert investigation on cell towers in the Moscow, Idaho area because her client allegedly was doing more than just driving around on the morning of the crime. The prosecutors said no. They believe the defense is trying to get a look at discovery material to form an alibi for their client. A deputy prosecutor said this on Wednesday, quote, The state does not believe it is appropriate to tie the alibi to the jury trial date in the case. It frankly causes the state great alarm that the defense is discussing calling upwards of 400 witnesses during the innocence phase when we potentially don't have a full alibi disclosure, end quote. Are they serious? 400 potential witnesses? Who are all these people, and where were they when they supposedly saw Koberger that night, or rather that morning, someplace other than at the crime scene house? Whoa, time will tell. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.